Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. Welcome back to Today's Issues. Something's going to change here on this show. <laughs> Brett Creeley just insulted my novel. Is that what you're doing, Brett Creeley? Get on the microphone. Are you insulting my my book? We were talking about a uh, a long book, and and you said, was that yours? Is that what you're saying? You said you loaned it out to someone. Yeah. And I said, oh, was that your book? Like he's like the one I'm you... the one that's got oh, the book. Oh, okay. I thought you were insulting mine. See, Ed. All right. <laughs> this is listen. This Apology. Is all right. I, I apologize, Brent. This, happen, <laughs> this happens. If I want to, if I want to go through this, I'm just going to go home, where I where I say something in the heat of the moment and wind up having to apologize to my wife. Now I got to apologize to my producer. So that's right, folks. You didn't know that I wrote a novel. I wrote a science fiction novel, and it is selling like gangbusters. <laughs> what you, you doing with those royalties, Ed? Yeah, my last royalty check was four dollars and ninety five cents. There you go <laughs> for a quarter. It's because our Today's issues, listeners, aren't buying. <laughs> all right. That's all right. I'm working on something. <laughs> but you're no, not no, bitter. No. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I don't get bitter. I get even. <laughs> all right. Steve Jordahl is that uh, that that laugh you hear? <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Now, Steve, I'm going to have to do, I didn't know that Tim does this. I'm sitting in for Tim. Yes, today, so yes. I didn't know this because this is the first I've seen the shirt you're wearing. Yeah, so I, this he's shocked always me. picking on your shirt. I'm wearing I one of my, the listeners will know what I'm talking about, and uh, I'm sure that Fred will too. I'm wearing my Madagascar shirt. Mm. Um, it's a shirt that was made and put together in Madagascar where I grew up on the mission field. And so I was in Men's Warehouse one day, and I saw these things. I thought, wow, i got to get that. And I like it. It's kind of a cool pattern. I was complimenting you, and you thought I was being sarcastic. Well, because every time anybody from this ministry talks about the shirt, <laughs> it's pretty much sarcastic. <laughs> and we do have uh, – I, I haven't really looked on Facebook today, so I don't really know who's saying what uh, on our Facebook uh, uh, page for today's issues. Uh, we do have one brother who's on there. I think his name is Bill, who's always – giving out a daily award for best shirt and you oh. usually win. Oh, well, thank you. So Bill. you'll certainly, you'll certainly thank think, you, I think Bill. it's Bill. Uh, I, 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 I was not stuff. aware of uh, that honor. Yes. You, will, you win frequently. I will wear it proudly as they say. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fred Jackson is also in uh studio sitting quietly by <laughs> quietly by, but you know what? You you are like all Canadians. You're sneaky, okay? Because you sit, you say, "I'm just." He sitting. just insulted a whole country. <laughs> you just say, "I'm just sitting quietly by," but you usually agging on or egging on, whatever it's called, uh, the, the the kind of interpersonal conflicts to go on amidst the today's issue staff. It only goes you know, on like, when you're here, Ed. Ed, are you going to take that? <laughs> Brent, you going to take that? Uh, Steve, I think he just insulted your shirt. And then yes, you then quietly sit by <laughs> while your nefarious work is carried out so it's my military training there you go special ops special ops that's right all right steve what kind of stories oh you got? my goodness so the walls are closing in on our president you know that things are getting serious when the hill which is a fairly liberal political uh, publication is this is the headline is a 25th amendment removal in Joe Biden's future 
Oh. And they're now saying, the Hill is not a conservative. No, it's a liberal. It's yeah. a fairly liberal reg. It's but it's but it's reliable journalism. Yes. This is not. Now I don't know. You know it is. It is under the opinion uh, in the opinion column, but they're saying that he is getting to the point where they're not sure um, if he's going to be able to continue. I would like. I have some things to play for you. Um, he was in Florida yesterday. He did not have a good day. Uh, the first thing I'd like to play for you guys is a uh, cut. He was at a historically black college uh, in Florida, and uh, he was talking. Now, he always wants to identify with his audience, right? Yes. Uh, whatever he, was he could raised do. raised by was, Puerto Rican. Yes. Uh, you know. Right. And so listen to what he says with cut nine. It's great to be at Florida Memorial University, one of the nation's great HBCUs. I'm a big fan of HBCUs. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. Okay, that's pretty good, man. Anyway. <laughs> so the HCBU stands for Historically Black Universities and Co Colleges. Colleges and Universities. Colleges yeah. and Universities. He's not, <laughs> has never been. Right. Didn't go to Delaware didn't State. Didn't go to Delaware State. Went to Delaware, University of Delaware. Now, I did read uh, that he did, has done a couple of commencements, 2003 and then I think 2016, and he did get a honorary doctorate yep, from Delaware To say Delaware he got State. a start there? <laughs> no. Oh, no. He's got, he's got the stories confused. Well, and you think that's bad. He gave a speech on the economy, and I pulled a couple clips early, but then I found this montage. Uh, you can, all of this— Nothing is better than a good montage. All of this is from the same speech. Listen to Cut 15. Now, this is put together, by the way, by the Daily Wire, which is why you'll hear the little clown music underneath it. This is uh, Ben Shapiro's group, the Daily yes, Wire? Yes, yes okay. it is. Cut 15. I don't have a greater friend in the United States Senate. And I don't have a greater friend when I was vice president, nor as president. So, Debbie, thank you, kiddo. Debbie I don't Washington know where you sit, but House of Representatives. FEMA, Federal Emergency Management Assistance, going door to door to reach people as well. Last time I was in Florida was almost a month ago because of Hurricane Ivan. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia's doing. I mean, excuse me, the war in, in Ukraine. Think of Iraq because that's where my son died. How many of you know somebody with diabetes and needs insulin? You know how much it costs to make that insulin drug for diabetes? Cost. It was invented by a man who did not patent it because he wanted it available for everyone. I spoke to him, okay? That's what I call inflation. At the end of the month, what you have left, you have no money, that's inflation. What's, what do you, the things you need, are they going up? <laughs> they are. They are. We're the United States of America. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> so that we are in one by the way, speech. We are, one speech. He was. I've, I should have set this up. I forgot that this started with this. He was talking about Congresswoman uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who he said was his biggest supporter and friend in the Senate. In the, in the Senate. Well, uh, listen. This is why uh, with this uh, op-ed with the Hill. Is is so interesting. So because now, Fred, I I, I, I will say that I, I don't want to read too much into this, but you'd have to think that those on the left are pretty prepared for a bad day this yes. coming Tuesday. Yes, and they are going to be looking for someone to blame 
Yes. And is this a sign that some on the left are preparing to make big changes because the midterms of 2022 are followed by the national elections of 2024, including who's going to be in the White House? Yes. And are they trying to prime the pump for Joe Biden not running or perhaps being being retired? Not and by that I mean somebody retiring him. Yeah. By asking him to step down. I think in recent months there have probably been many meetings of Democrats in rooms <clears throat> where the conversation obviously is not public, and the conversation is what are we going to do with Joe Biden? Uh, if and it looks pretty pretty clear the Republicans are going to take the House if they take the Senate as well. And so that that basically is a barometer as to where the Democratic Party is politically. Now, the big question is, for the Democrats, how do we get rid of Joe? You know, uh, we want to have some honor here. Do we pressure him to step down, like in the next 12 months? Right. That he retires... He wants to go home and spend time with his family. You know, the or, or or he says uh, because of health reasons. Yes, uh, I, I need to leave. The problem, you know, st- the next step is okay. That leaves Kamala Harris, and as we heard from Don Peebles, the uh, fundraiser for Barack Obama, there's not much faith that she could be president and do any better. Right. So now they have to try to find somebody uh, to take his place for the ticket in '24 somebody not Kamala Harris. So then they have to start recruiting for that. The other problem is this, and I I think it's the bigger problem. It is the agenda of the Democratic Party. And that, I think, is the other conversation. Peebles was talking about that yesterday. The Democratic Party has to try to move itself back to the center because this country is not as far left as where the Democratic Party is right right now. They're not. Just because the mainstream media backs up everything Joe Biden and the leftist Democrats say doesn't mean that's a reflection of the country. And I think the election next Tuesday, the uh, the advance voting that we have seen is huge, which expresses the, the interest that people have in this election. The Democratic Party has got to have discussions. Okay, are we going to continue to listen to the AOCs and the climate changers? Are they going to dictate? Are we going to continue the war on fossil fuels? Right. These are the questions. What are we going to do about these left-wing prosecutors who are letting criminals out? Yeah. The attacks that are being shown against people on New York streets in broad daylight and subways. What's going on in our Democrat-run cities? Are we going to allow Chicago to be the murder capital of the country? All of those things, I think, are being discussed because they know if they want to get back into real power in this country, they are going to have to change. Steve, you talk to a lot of people. You interview people every day. Um, is, is it is it going too far to look at this uh, op-ed from the Hill and say maybe they're just priming the pump? Uh, do, you, do you ever talk to people who say that, that, that this is a possibility the 25th Amendment to... Uh... Most people that I talk to, did at, at least to this point, have not 
thought that it's serious. It was used. It was so misused and discussed when President Trump was in office, right. saying he's not fit. But it, it, it's fundamentally different, which is what they say here. Also, to, to your point, the, most of the people I talk with uh, are not fans of Joe Biden, so I wouldn't necessarily say their uh, consensus yeah. is, is necessarily uh, unbiased. Okay. But, no, I don't think I've ever heard anybody seriously until now Talk about the 25th Amendment with Joe Biden, other than yeah. just saying, gosh, he's losing his fastball. Yeah. All right, let's go. What uh, The White House, I just bring this up. We can just move, hit on this uh, and move on. But the, the White House is, uh, you know what a self-own is? A self-own? Yes. Uh, um, I, I know it's, self-score when you, when you put it in your own net or you. Yeah, no, a self-own is when, you know how you can own the libs yeah. or whatever, or own the conservatives when you, you do something that just uh, completely baffles them and puts them in a bad light? Self-own is when you do it to yourself, not self-own. Okay. Self-own. <laughs> this is the White House in a self-own. This is a tweet from the White House. It says, seniors are getting the biggest increase in their Social Security checks in 10 years through President Biden's leadership. <laughs> <laughs> the rise in Social Security is linked to the rise in inflation. Yes. So, yes, it is through <laughs> President Biden's leadership that they're getting in. And the, that the, is amazing. <laughs> and the, the increase how, won't cover does, inflation, by the how way. How does somebody inside the administration know that that's a bad idea to tweet that out? <laughs> I don't know. They're bragging on the increase in Social Security. I guess perhaps they're just hoping that seniors... Don't pay attention to right. why they're getting an increase. I guess that's what they're hoping well, for. Remember how we just said that he likes to look good in front of whatever audience he's yeah. in front of? Well, he's in front of seniors, he thinks. Like, a lot of these seniors are on tw- on Twitter, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay. Well, that, that, that is, that's funny. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, the uh, transgender, we've been talking about this transgender craze. It it. It's starting to get out of. It's been out of hand for a while, but I want to introduce you to Jorand Alme. He's 53 years old. He's a Norwegian. He's a transgender. He's a man who thinks he's a woman. Okay. But not only that, but he disables. He, he d- identifies as a disabled woman. He says, in the same way I experienced being a woman in a man's body. I experienced that I should have been paralyzed from the waist down. And he walked able body. Goes around in a wheelchair all day, all day long. Are you serious? I'm serious. Is this person being serious? This this person yes. isn't spoofing the no, whole idea. No, the news the news there did a profile on him and talk. You know, seriously looked into this. He identifies just, as a paraplegic. A uh, paraplegic, yes. Well, listen, we've been asking Fred. We've been <laughs> we've been throwing these examples around well is it okay if i identify as a 16 year old no i want to identify as an 18 year old i want to go back to college and get a free college education and start all over we throw those out as as almost joking examples yeah. mm-hmm. to show how absurd it is to have the entire society cater to the delusions of people who are transgendered and by the way folks let me just say uh, we we're, we're not mocking the mental condition. This is a, a a mental condition. That's that's my opinion. That the the, the del- delusions that these people are. So these people actually do believe that you know this m- man actually does believe he's a woman. Okay. So uh, as far we, as we, we know, well, as far as we know, we do take that seriously. But we make fun of the re- 
the demand that the rest of society go along with it. Yes. And now this... And lawmakers that back this kind of thing up. I would like to be at an airport terminal sometime with these lawmakers who endorse this. And I would like to walk up to them. I say, I have my private pilot's license, but I'm going to be flying the 747 today. Yeah. Got a problem with that? I identify. I'm, I'm identifying as a 747 captain. Got a problem with that? I well, bet you not one of them would get on that airplane. <laughs> well, listen, I, I like hockey. You think I can walk into Boston to uh, TD Garden yeah. and say, uh, and people, the, the security stops me? I say, no, no, no. I'm a member of the Bruins. Yeah, starting lineup tonight. Uh, that's right. I identify as a member of the Bruins. I want to get into the dressing room. Nothing okay, might, here, here's the here's the. the they thing. might leave you if you identify as a Zamboni. <laughs> oh, because I'm Italian. Okay, I get that. Zamboni. Here's the thing. The, the only time our society seems to go along with this transgender movement is when it doesn't really cost anybody anything. Yes. But they're not going to go along with it if no. the guy claims to uh, he identifies as a pilot. Yeah. All right? No. They're not going to go along with it. Or where their lives would be put in danger. Right. Because they know it's not true. Yeah, or even or even I identify as a police officer. I'm going to walk into, uh, I don't know, in New York. I'm sure they got a 93rd precinct. I'm going to walk into the 93rd precinct. I'm a pol- I identify as a police officer. Yeah. yeah. Adjacent to this, though, is that it actually is getting dangerous because did you see, I brought this in a couple of weeks ago, a medical, this is a medical school, I, one of the Ivies that has a medical school, and they were taking their medical oath and they promised to honor indigenous um, uh, medical procedures and they they practices practices and they pledged uh, you know equity and that they would uh, and this is your doctors these are your doctors who now think that a shaman has every bit as good a uh, a healing record and and should be listened to as much as them well yeah that would be dangerous yeah all right that that's i i'm i'm not surprised that this guy is doing that because the sky's the limit and we'll, we'll move on. We posted but this at our Facebook on our Facebook the page. The sky is the limit if you're going to accept people's self-identification, and this guy's proven that. All That's right. right. All right. Uh, election coming up uh, next Tuesday. Uh, we do have an evening full of information for you. Uh, I encourage you to tune in. Uh, one of the people that will not be listening to us, I am sure, but who has something a little bit surprising to say is Governor Gavin Newsom. Now, Governor Gavin Newsom is not facing any challenge in his re-election bid with governor not this uh, time for around. California. He hasn't even spent a dime. He's putting billboards up in Florida telling Floridians to come to California. But he was asked about the elections coming up. Listen to what Gavin Newsom says. Cut four. Does it feel like a red wave? Yeah, of course it does. And, and again, uh, uh, I'm not paid to say that. I'm paid to say... You know, we fate and feel. I mean, I get it. Look, I mean, I could be the cheerleader. I'm also a pragmatist. You feel it. Wow, that that is surprising. Who who is he being interviewed by? It's a CBS. CBS. Is that a local affiliate or was that a nation? The national might have been, might have been local. I, okay. I'm sorry, I don't right. know. No, that's all right. I, I, I the question just came to my mind. But uh, well, uh, Fred, uh, as a moment of honesty, I think that a lot of Democrats are feeling the same way. It's it's normal for the party in power to lose seats during the midterms the question is this year how bad how badly yeah and he is when they say a red wave they mean not just 
traditional loss of seats, but um, a, 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 an overwhelming number that could flip leadership. And he's, it's a moment of uh, honesty on the part of Gavin Newsom. Well, as some have said, Gavin Newsom is interested in being the president of the United States. Which he denies, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's interested in that. So I, I think this may be in his calculation, his mental calculation. If I come out and say this, I'm admitting there's a problem in my party. Good yeah. point. Step number two, I'm the guy who can fix it. Yes, that's an excellent point. Hey, look, they tried to vote me out here in, in California. They had a referendum. They couldn't do it because, you know, the nation really likes my policies. Yeah. So that's step two. Yeah. And then he starts, if I was a betting man, I would say in the next 18 months or so, you're going to see Gavin Newsom traveling around the country. He's going it won't to, take 18 months for that. No, uh, it'll be a visit to New Hampshire. Right. Uh, Iowa. That, that's Iowa. always the steps yeah. that these people interested in being president, that's what they'll take. That's my prediction. He was just, he was stating there, Yes, our party has a serious problem. Right. Like I say, step two will be, I'm the answer. Well, and frankly, I don't know who else the Democrats have who doesn't have a lot of baggage, like Kamala Harris. And, and, and I'm assuming that Joe Biden is not running in 2024. No matter what he says, no matter mm. what, what, what Democrats say, he will not be running no. in 2024. So everyone is going to be lining up. Even if he does announce that he's going to run, I think you'll see Gavin Newsom run. There's nobody else. Pete uh, Buttigieg is not going to be uh, uh, carry any weight in no. terms of Democrats. I think Gavin Newsom is setting himself up. I, I, I didn't tie it to his moment of honesty here, but that's a good that's a good catch, Fred. That's probably likely. All right, let's end here. Um, according to Intelligent.com, they did a poll. And they found that 73% of those students that are applying for student loan forgiveness will spend their money on non-essential goods. Let me break it down for you. 52% said they're going to go shopping for clothes. 46% they're going to go out to a restaurant and go on vacation. 44% say they're going to buy a new smartphone with the money they get from the student loan forgiveness or transfer. 36% want to buy a new video game system. 28% want to spend their extra cash on drugs and alcohol. They admitted it. And 27% want to go gambling with the money, that the taxpayer money that they're getting back for uh, not paying back their student loans. So my first question um, about that is, how is that legal? Uh, so They get a check. In they're the, getting a check? They're getting a check. How come, the, how come the money is not going directly to the lending institution? That's what I want to well, know. Well, they paid off some of this debt. Oh, okay. So this is, you know. Oh, well, you're you're just inviting this. Yeah. If somebody's paid off their loan, or even if they've partially paid it and they're getting money that's going to allow them to pay that off and have money left over, you're this is human nature. Of course, they're going to use that. So these are vacations, and By the uh, way, I don't even know what the what the most recent kind of listen, gaming systems are. But let me put this to you: if a if a student has already put in baked in that they're making a two hundred dollar a month payment. They get a whole bunch of money. They don't have to necessarily put that towards relieving that debt. They could go on vacation and continue paying the $200 a month. Yeah, because once you get a check, the money's fungible. It can go in your account, and yeah. you can say, quote, unquote, that I'm paying it off because the $200 a month is just coming out of your checking account. Well, who saw that coming? <laughs> wow. 
I think our finance guy, uh, Rob West, needs to have a talk with these uh, millennials. And, yeah. But. Oh, man. All right, folks. Well, for those of you who pay taxes, you're paying for a vacation and a an Xbox or whatever. And a bender. Yeah, and a bender. <laughs> all right, folks. Hey, listen, that's all the time we have for today's issues today. There is more great programming coming directly ahead on American Family Radio. And Lord willing, we will join you tomorrow. Have a great day.